the men in my family are so unapologetically like themselves. I think you were mentioning, you were saying that, like, we come on matriculations, everyone's in their gowns. Yes, bro. That's what... Yeah, go ahead, say it. My dad, like, he's obviously from the villages. (laughs) When I say, like, the mud and stones villages, he comes wearing his kurta, his, like, sandals, whatever, like, wearing his topi on his head. He don't care where he is. Mm -hmm. Meeting the president, meeting the queen, bro. He's going to be rocking that. And he will sit, like like this <laughs> he's chilling no one no one like do you know what i mean he owns yeah. every space that he enters i'm getting really cheesy i'm sorry i'm not <laughs> i'm not actually moist in real life <laughs> sadudin suleiman how was your week bro my week's been okay i just finished exams mm-hmm. and so i went back to london for a couple of days to just soak in the fact that i have a bit of freedom and I remember getting to London and walking past a lot of places that I used to like jog through or walk through when I was like in sixth form or secondary school. And it was weird because I'm like, I'm going through these, I'm going like retracing these steps and now I'm at a completely different point in my life now. And I just remember thinking like, what would I think my younger self, like what would my younger self say if I told him like, yo, by the way, this is, this is what's happened between now and then. And it's such a far-fetched thing um to kind of think out loud that yeah like my son graduated um and it was weird because it, it's just that kind of juxtaposition of like i've always walked these steps but it's just i'm at a completely different point in my life now so that was really refreshing and just being in london anyway i just remember thinking like this place is just so sick like that's just how i felt like london is just unmatched it's just there's just something about it that is like there's nowhere else i'd rather be in the world i don't think um, so yeah, I just remember feeling very grateful and just reminding myself of like the years I've had at uni and like how sick, like beyond, definitely beyond academia, like I, I'm not, not talking about that, but in terms of like the things I've been able to do within the three years, not necessarily even to do with uni, just while I've been a uni student, I've just been like, yeah, like I'm just very, I'm just reminding myself like to be grateful because they've just been mad years i've met very cool people been able to do so much cool experiences and i'm just like cool on to the next chapter yeah Suleiman, how about you no man that's a nice reflection um i can definitely relate to that feeling of walking past somewhere that you grew up grew up around and like you being different but that place being the same Mm. and it's like some things remain permanent whereas all of us are always ever ever evolving ever changing different clothes different might have a new haircut yeah, yeah. <laughs> like new experience basically new experiences um that have changed our perspectives over the years um nah, actually, that's a that's a really nice feeling bro um in terms of one of my highlights i would say i recently watched this show on bbc iplayer called time i was speaking to zara about it on the way here and for it's only three episodes on bbc iplayer it's about i don't i don't, don't want to spoil too much but essentially a teacher goes to prison because he um not accidentally but he kills someone whilst driving like drunk driving so he ends up having to do four years in prison and it just explores his everyday life in prison and and his experiences of being bullied experiences of having to um kind of just deal with a lot of a lot of stress and a lot of pain and a lot of trauma around him like the people he's living in his cell with like the prison guards and the stuff that they've got going on behind the scenes it's like I haven't seen anything as um as like, I haven't seen anything on on TV that's as real as that show mm. in a while. Like wow. 
you know when we, um, that book you recommended by Gabriel Cloud yeah. yeah so that's real like, that was very there was a lot of real and authentic and like sharp things about that book mm. but that was obviously in a written form this was a visual form so it was it was a different different dynamic man it was so I recommend checking that out for real but Zara Zahra <laughs> <laughs> ch- uh, chat to us man How how's your week been? my week's been hectic I went wait can you hear me? yeah 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 Testing, testing. <laughs> um, yeah, I went back to London for last week. Um, I don't know. So my sister basically got married two years ago, and she decided to leave us all and <laughs> move to Dubai permanently. No. Um, it's been a whole emotional experience. Like my mum's been <laughs> for about two years now, just been really upset because inevitably she was going to have to move. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was like every day just trying to get like some London highlights at like some of our favourite restaurants we would go to, things like that. Um, so she left on the Friday and two days before that, my sister-in-law gave birth to uh-huh. her first son. Yeah. Crazy. So that Thursday, yeah, that Thursday in between is like one person was coming home and another person was leaving. And it's like, there's too much going on right now. Like, <laughs> And I came back to uh, Cambridge the next day because I was like, I need to like slow down. Like, yeah too much is going on that's literally it you know that's cool is that like would you say that's part of parcel of living in a big uh, having a big family like so many things go on that's at one point yeah like the it's never a quiet like th- <laughs> it's never a dull moment like for sure mm. um my sister we used to always violate her because she's like such a quiet character like let's say she's so risky and like <laughs> soft-spoken everything um and everyone used to always joke about that, like, not ever, like, she doesn't make any noise, she doesn't talk, she doesn't do anything. But the fact that she's not here now is hitting everyone hard. That is powerful, like, that's powerful. <laughs> on the car home from the airport, everyone, like, we're not, we're not emotional. like, we don't, we don't engage with our emotions <laughs> with each other. Everyone's, like, looking out of their own windows, like, <laughs> 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 hiding their tears or whatnot, bruv, it was, it was peak. But, um, yeah, now, living in a big family means always something going on and you don't know you don't know who's at home who's not at home our front door's always open like <laughs> if you want to come in and t- like rob the house you can do what you want like no one is stopping you bro would you say you're how how would you say you're different and similar to your older sister mm. do you know what if i could be anyone in this world i would want to be her like mm. she is like rob my older sister is if you guys ever got to meet her i don't know how to explain like mashallah she's no one has a heart as pure as hers. Um, she's basically like a really soft character and um, like growing up, we used to, I'm not answering your question, I'm just reminiscing, in it. <laughs> <laughs> growing up, we used to always beef each other and obviously I'm like the, I'm like the gorilla of the family. Like, I'm just on, on smoke with everyone. <laughs> my sister's <Who> like, <laughs> my sister's like delicate. Like, you know, you can't, and eventually she, like I'd try fighting her and she would just be like, like looking away. <laughs> I would be too embarrassed to continue beefing her, but yeah, um, she just carries herself so well. She's like so principled. She, so to be able to say that to any degree I'm like her would be a big compliment. But everyone says, "Oh, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're both opposites," which is true. I'm a bit more like, um, what's the opposite of like <laughs> dainty? <laughs> uh, you got character. <laughs> That's Plucky the last nice way to I'm <laughs> is there is there one thing that you feel like you've learnt from her? Like one specific lesson that you've taken away from the, your relationship with her that you want to carry on? I'll be real. So I've got three older sisters that mm. growing up with them has completely like shaped who I am. Um, 
oldest one, she's like the free-spirited, down-to-earth, like proper, soulful type of character. She's like, she's got your back through anything, all of that. Second one is that like, crazy, she's got like a huge personality, she's like, she's just so, yeah, she's just so much character in one person. She, like my sister, she's inspired me so much towards religion, towards like having good morals, good principles, like guiding me on the right path. I try my best <laughs> to be like, to take from what mm. I can, like of, of their good characters. Cause alhamdulillah, like I definitely want the lottery in it, like mm. with the family that yeah. I've got going Cause if it weren't for them, I don't know. I always think like, bruv, I'm lucky with my family. <laughs> 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 I'm living my life. Like these people, these people made me who I am entirely, bro. Yeah, so for, from her, I would say definitely principles, morals, all of that stuff. Like she got me solid. It's getting, it's getting a little bit, a little bit like. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I feel like if if someone was to ask me to describe you, I'll be like, she's the type of person to describe you. I'll be like, she's the type of person that really have a heart on her sleeve. Like you're very, that's that's kind of the saying that comes to mind when I think about you. Sometimes, like you're very confident to just be who you are in different spaces, and I think I guess that's that that's kind of me knowing a bit more about your sisters now. It kind of makes a bit more sense. Do you know what I mean? Um, cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm flat. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, I think that's. I always admire that quality that someone that's being able to be themselves in any room. And I suppose being in a big family, you probably have to be yourself in a lot of different spaces. Mm. Um. I think that I, I was mentioning before, like this. My dad definitely like is like that. I was having this conversation yesterday. Like the men in my family are so unapologetically like themselves. I think you were mentioning, you were saying that like, we come on matriculations, everyone's in their gowns. Yes, bro, when I saw, yeah, go ahead, say it. My dad, like he's obviously (laughs) from the villages. When I say like the mud and stones villages, he comes wearing his kurta, his like sandals, whatever, like wearing his topi on his head. He don't care where he is, Mm -hmm. meeting the president, meeting the queen, bro. He's going to be rocking that. And he will sit like, like this <laughs> 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 he's chilling no one no one like do you know what I mean he owns yeah. every space that he enters um I take after my dad my mum's obviously like a my mum my sister takes after my mum let's oh, just put it that way <laughs> that's interesting I have a question if you, yeah I just want to know like what is one one sort of like guiding principle if you have any that you would say you live your life by that's a sick question I don't know. I can't. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to put it into words in a very succinct way. But it's something to do with that concept of reflection. I feel like for as long as I carve out the time to reflect on my previous actions and the previous day, the following day will be better. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like that's that's just something that um yeah that I think is really important. <coughs> Mine's, and it's a different tone, but one thing I've been thinking about recently, especially with uni, like thinking about the time I've spent at uni, would be to do cool things with your friends. Like in any opportunity that you have, if you have a group of friends or uh, one person or two people that you're like, yeah, these people are good people, I rock with them, then just do something with them, whether that's like a project that's creative or charitable or whatever it is, just do it. Um, And I think in a sense, it's a guiding principle because it's something I always will try and do Mm. because even if it flops, even if whatever the thing is flops, it will still be a good experience and it will still be something you can learn from and then do something better the next time. 
So yeah, that's something I've been thinking about recently. Do you have one that comes to mind? Mm. I like I saw this like somewhere down Cambridge the other day, and it was like they were talking about. I just saw the quote, um, and it says something like "improve the life of everyone you meet," um, and I like that a lot. I feel like. You know, as people, I don't know, I feel like this life can be ugly and messy and all of those things. And um, it's really people that will bring any sort of light or value or anything you have to your life. Um, and I think it'd be a beautiful thing to be that person to other people. Obviously, if you guys don't feel like I've done that for you, <laughs> <laughs> keep your mouth shut. You haven't got to mention that, but, nah, like, especially more recently, like, of my sister going and it's just been a lot of like hellos and goodbyes recently in different different contexts um but yeah life is meant to be short and passed by like this like the only thing you can do is is i don't know like make memories with the people that you value and find more mm. people to value and mm. improve the life of everyone you meet mm. like, I like that. beautiful way of thinking i found it very like profound when you mentioned how your sister's very quiet but like since but she's had a very loud impact in the sense of like her not being there you you can tell it even though even though you can't hear her and you previously probably couldn't hear her much as <laughs> well because she wasn't speaking too loud it's, it feels very different do you know what I mean like someone so quiet having a loud impact I think that says a lot about her and yeah well, it's, it's interesting to think about Let's we let's go back to like your early memories because that's like a question we'd like to ask all of our guests. Like, what are some of your earliest memories growing up? Um, are there any that come to mind? Um, memories, got boy. Where do we begin? How <laughs> <laughs> much time we got? <laughs> Early memories, bro. I honestly like maybe I, I don't even know how to organize my thoughts on this one. Growing up in the family that we were like we 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 didn't exactly grow up in well <laughs> per se <laughs> um we've had like mad experiences moving from like one that weren't me <laughs> um we we lived in like a bed and breakfast at some point we li we were like going from one house to another it was like it was a chaotic upbringing um and i just remember like no matter how sort of rough or jarring things got like my family is very big on family like family ties holding it all together and that so we do these things called dawuds. I don't know if you guys... Mm. Nah, it's basically Speaking just family it. gatherings. Mm. Um, we do them regularly and constantly, and it would just be like the whole family, cousins, everyone getting involved, going to my grandma's house or whoever's house, and just chilling. Um, and that, like, that is something that's always going to define like my, my future, like having so many experiences with my family as a young person. So how wait, how often did you visit India growing up when you were young? We was going every year. Every, every year? I hated it. There's insects that I'm sure science has ever discovered. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is, and they're brave. It is their country. I'm just a visitor. But these <laughs> insects are going to run you out. The, the weather's mad. The food is good, actually. But it's still mad sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't the best experience. Oh, but do, do you guys visit your countries a lot? The last time I visited... I've never been to Syria. Our last time I visited Sudan was a while ago, like five, six years ago. So yeah, I haven't. Yeah, it's been a while. But for me, I really get to, I get a taste of what you're describing as a sort of family, the importance of family. Everything kind of revolves around family. 
in Sudan because it's the thing to do. Like, I don't know, in the UK, family's not a thing to do. It just exists. Yeah. <laughs> but in Sudan, it's like a thing to do. It's part of like the itinerary. So, yeah, that was the last time. More about you. Yeah, no, I've never been, but I want to go. Yeah, something I want to tap into in the future. Just be aware of the insects. <laughs> <laughs> no, They're 100%. there. Yeah. They're waiting. <laughs> do you not get used to it after? Or mm. is it still a thing of like, this is crazy? Now, oh, no, I, I don't think insects are one thing I could never. Mm. You see them for, I was reading one book called like The Passage to India or something like that. And they, it was basically talking about how India is something you'll never be able to wrap your head around. Like it's never ending. Like inside every forest is something and you don't it's not you don't want to explore it's not fascinating it's not mystical <laughs> <laughs> just stay out just stay in your rooms bro <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it it's not worth it trust me <laughs> nah that is that is a culture shock if ever there's a culture shock but um but yeah i think we we really now because there's so many of us you can't organize everyone together unless it's a wedding last time we went was for my sister's wedding okay. she got married in india Let's go back to school days. Um, how would you describe the school that you went to? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the school that I went to. It's a strange one. It's like... My school wasn't good. It wasn't like... It wasn't terrible. It wasn't one of those like, oh, you know, there's like police coming in. There was a school close to ours called John Kelly, which had that reputation. But my school was just like... It was sort of whatever that year group at the time made of it sort of thing. Hmm. But it was it was sort of on extreme ends. He obviously had some people um, who made it up to Oxbridge. It was very few and far between, I would say. Um, but on the most part, especially during high school days, it was as any secondary school in ends would sort of be like. Like there would be the normal fights with this and that. And I think it's more interesting not so much to look at school, but what the people from school have sort of branched out to do. Because I do think a lot of your, like where you are right now is defined by that that sort of stage in your life, your upbringing to that degree. Um, so there's quite a variety between people who are, you know, in this type of uni or in another uni or, or on the other end of the spectrum, which would not be uni. Um, yeah, so I think like the way I describe my school is it was really like a, a place where anything could happen. Like you could either go left or go right, <laughs> like and everything in between. That's interesting. That's probably exactly how I describe my school experience, or like my school as well. That's interesting. So how did you navigate that then? See me, I was a good kid. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what do you mean how did I navigate like, that? Because there's, because there are so many potential roots yeah like did were you were you like okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna be this person or did you kind of ricochet through it like each year i genuinely ricocheted like there was no i've never been one to have like long um what's that thing where you see far into the future foresight mm -hmm. hindsight sight vision <laughs> <laughs> i never had that <laughs> i just sort of like was going through each year i knew like thing is i enjoy studying like i i genuinely really enjoy it um, first couple years, just had my head down in my book. At some point, I think year nine is when I was like, oh, like, let me, let me start <laughs> mingling, like, see what the people are about. <laughs> let me check this place out, right? <laughs> um, and then from the time I got to, like, year 10, year 11, I was in, like, a friendship group that was really mixed, like, 
there was um like six of us all together and it, like it was just pure vibes like every day the thing is i did have to like get good grades at the end but um the group that we had was very mixed in terms of like the types of characters that we had and whatnot like i was probably the the sensible one out of everyone um but yeah every day every day was like a different motive like we'd always be bonking and getting chased like <laughs> <laughs> we'd have us running around the school by the security guards like something going on how how did you like in hindsight and maybe at the time how did you choose your friends those six people or five people do you know what um like one of my closest friends that i have right now we hated each other in the beginning. Um, we always say, like, she used to go around, like, violating people for no reason. That was that. <laughs> that was her thing. And I used to turn around and just, like, go to these people and be like, she didn't mean it. And then go, like, we'd, we'd like, have, like, rows with each other going, why are you being so tough and why are you being so da-da-da? Um, and we ended up becoming, like, best friends after that. And then from that, I don't know, like, everyone just sort of, like, gravitated towards each other. How, how did we come about? I don't know. Our school was quite close-knit. Especially by the time we got to sixth form, everyone else kind of got stripped away and it was like a lot of people, like whoever was left, everyone would just sort of chill with each other. It was nice vibes, but I think um, I enjoy that. Like I enjoy just meeting like completely different types of people. Like people are interesting and I'll say it time and time again, like people are what make life interesting. So that's it. Like I like meeting different mm. different types. So you stayed at, at the sixth form? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I went to another one in the beginning, and it was uh, my sixth form KHS had um, what 150 people. The other one had like seven eight hundred, and I was just like, no, nah, I can't do this. Okay. Um, in hindsight, would it have made my transition to uni easier? Probably. Mm. But everything happens for a reason, so you know. Fair enough. Do you you move? Did you move? You went to different sixth form. Nah, it was oh, the same from year seven to year thirteen. Yeah. I was gonna ask. So you mentioned earlier that maybe your friends would have described you as one, one of the sensible ones in your group. How would you say like your friend's perception of you changed during your time in high school? Like, were you, were you, were, how would they have described you in year nine? And then how would they have described you in year 13, year 12, year 11? Do you know what I mean? Like, how did that change? I think my character was a lot more like, I think my character was a lot more consistent from year seven to year 13. Mm. And... I I genuinely think that like, between first year and third year, I have lived like 10 lifetimes. Not 10, but you know what I mean? Like, my whole life has changed in that time mm. rather than from your 70 or 13, I was just like the. Uh, how do you describe yourself? Like, a funny. Yeah, I was just a bit more like, I would say I was a lot more reserved, a lot more sort of like uptight, like. You know, when it came to certain, like, things with religion or things like that, I was just, um, had my head down in my books. I knew I had to go have a good time at the same time, but a lot more pattern. And then when I came to uni, I was just like, let me just enjoy life. Like, not, not, I wasn't doing that in math. <laughs> <laughs> but let me, like, let me not be so uptight about everything in life. And I just learned to, like, not, b yeah, I think I'm not. I have no shame in terms of like, I just don't feel embarrassed about things. I'll just proper do whatever I want, like enjoy whatever. I do make a big fool of myself. That's what it is, what it is, isn't it? <laughs> what about you lots? What do you think has been your main like changing point? I, I try to assume less about a thing and maybe ask more. Mm -hmm. Do you know what this makes me think about? 
Uh, did, you, did you ever see this um, post on Instagram? Like, there's more to life than the ends. And there would be, like, a beach in the background. <laughs> 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 Listen, like, that, like, it's funny looking at that now. But honestly, I think it is actually has, it's actually a really deep point about how a lot of young people from similar backgrounds to us never leave their areas. And, like, because we've gone to uni in a different city, we've, we've intermingled with people from different class, backgrounds, whatever, like we've just been in so many different spaces which means that when like, like when i was younger like when i was in like like when i was like 15 or 14 there were only like five spaces i would ever really be in do you know what i mean what? i would only be in on my on my estate at my grandma's house at school at um at a shopping center or maybe in the park like those are five spaces i would just literally jump between which means that like if something happens to me in one of those spaces I only have four other spaces to really think about. <laughs> what would I have done in the park? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if this was <laughs> at my grandma's house, you'd be finished, man. <laughs> but now it's just different, bro, because it's like, uh, I, I don't know why. I always think about if someone came up to you yeah, on a hype thing and tried to, like, I don't know, just was very aggressive towards you, <laughs> how would I respond now compared to how would I respond when I was 15? Mm. And I think just because scream. I. <laughs> it's, it's, maybe it's different, isn't it? But Do you know what's funny? You yeah. say that, yeah. I remember the first time I went work experience in sixth form, yeah. Uh, there was a guy that I was like, maybe I can ask him this question. But I was, like, it was on my mind. I was like, so what, what happens with, like, how do, you ha- how do you handle beef when you're, like, a full-time worker? But obviously, I can't <laughs> ask him that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like... Oh, that going but your head? It's like, I don't know what it is, but I don't know. But suddenly I mentioned it, and it's like, it is a thing at the front of your head. Like, all right, cool. So, like, what, like, what do you go to work and then do you, and then <laughs> do you <laughs> take <laughs> on <laughs> In your lunch break. <laughs> is, is I, I can't be back by one. <laughs> I can't be back by one. Oh, we got to end this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have spare forces <laughs> in the back? <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. It's crazy. Um, and it reminds me of something that Ali said when we had him on, yeah, and we were having this conversation about, like, would you send your kids to private school, etc., etc. Mm. And one thing I think about is he says, bro, there's so many things I know because I went to the school I did yes. that I don't want to know like why do I think like this or why do I know this oh. stuff <laughs> I probably went yes <laughs> <laughs> but like it just makes you think like that because if I didn't if we didn't go to I don't know the advance whatever you wouldn't think in that way but you do um I don't I, I, I don't know I don't know how I would like evaluate that whether it's like net positive or net negative but it's just something to think about. What were you going to say? I don't know, but let my kid turn around and say the word blimey to me. <laughs> 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 blimey, bro. Blimey, mum, this is a rocking sample. The whole, um, like, what sort of school would you send your kids to? Boy, I don't know, because I do believe, like, growing up in the circumstances that we grew up in, um... And I think it's fair to say it was all quite similar. Um, I do think there's a lot of life experience in in a in a sort of bubble of itself. Like there's a lot of life experience, a lot of sort of skills that you learn, a lot of like I think especially when it comes to life school, street skills, like all of that sort of stuff. It don't teach you about the real world though. That's a big thing. I'm telling you, boy, when I came to this uni, I remember number one, the rest of the world is a lot taller than me <laughs> for some reason than people from ends I, I was looking at everyone when I first came to this uni and I was like boy like <laughs> everyone is giants and they look like they got so much more life experience than me like you are 18 years old but it looks like you're about 21 and I feel like a even smaller like brown little hijabi like trying to <laughs> catch up to everyone mm. 
But I think like what you were saying before as well, like there's more to life than the end. It is actually mad to know that your like your perception of life and all of those things will be and where you end up in the future will be determined by the things that you'll be exposed to in your like in growing up and things like that. On the way here you were like you strongly believe that environment determines who you are, like your your environment shapes you. Speak on that. Why why do you think that way? Um I like Environment, uh, okay, the first thing, um, I read a quote that said, if you want to get to know a person, look at the three, four people they spend the most time with. Um, I think you are your friends. I think there's a quote, an uh, Islamic quote about it, like, you adopt the fragrance of your friends. Um, something like that. If it's not like that, <laughs> don't, don't sort of mock me to it. But I think that's really important. Like, I, I believe very strongly in energies and things like that. I'm talking on a personal level first. Um the people you surround yourself with, all of their norms will become your norms. All mm. of their, um, the way, their outlook on life, I think is very important. You're going to adopt that because you are going to start seeing life through the same lenses um, and your energies will largely be absorbed. In terms of like you, the environment you grew up in, because like I said, the world is a huge place. There is so much going on that you naturally will have to try contain it in your own little way and understand it in your own little way and that's what we do as communities we try to you know take what we can from the world sort of like put a little bit of labels a little bit of rules and instructions and we slap it down onto different groups of people and some people have the privilege of knowing that we are in one community and there is life beyond us um and they will be able to explore like hamdah that we were able to we were able to come here and meet very different people <laughs> you know, a variety of people and things like that i think it is like it is a massive privilege though because a lot of people don't even know like their life to them is life and the world as it is that period end of there's no no more to it um but it's a blessing to be able to see that there's actually more to everything mm. Let's let's talk a bit more about Cambridge then. So like, how have your how has your opinion of Cambridge changed in the last three years since you first arrived? I think my opinion of Cambridge changed when I, as a person, changed. Um, I'll tell you when I first arrived, bro. When my dad left me, everyone was trying to chat to me. I had tears in my eyes. I was like, can everyone like, please like? <laughs> I was bugging when I first saw my college parents. I was actually like. It's a degree worth it. I remember walking through, like, you know, West Court on Jesus, mm. like, somewhere in Jesus, and <clears throat> I was thinking, no degree is worth this right now. Like, they, like, people, I don't know, oh, I was bugging. Like, there's no other way to put it. Um, I remember thinking, like, I want to hold on to home as much as I can. I want to hold on to, like, my principles, and I don't want to change or cave for anything or anyone. I know a lot of those, like, stories of, like, people went to uni became a different person. But I think on the way to come in here, though, like so many people were saying so many different things, like, <clears throat> you know, Cambridge is known for this, so it's known for that. Oh, you're going to live out of Cambridge. Like, you know, they had a lot of like comments and things to say. So I think it was a big thing of like proving everyone wrong. Like, I know you think I'm going to turn left, but I'm actually straight and I'm making my parents proud, sort of thing. Mm. Not academically, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Symbolically. <laughs> you know, somewhere, metaphysically. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, over time, like I, like I said, that life experience that I've gained in the past two years, like so much has happened that's just made me grow up a lot quicker, made me change the way I look at life. Like Cambridge isn't this like big thing that I'm trying to like navigate my way through. 
I am now the big thing and Cambridge is just like sort of an aspect of it, but I'm actually involved in now. I actually <laughs> go to Cambridge. <laughs> I'm involved. I stay here <laughs> three nights in a row. <laughs> <laughs> nah, listen, bro, I remember in first year, yeah, so many people come up to me like, have you seen Zara? Like, she's in London. Have you seen Zara? Yeah, she's in London. Like, have you seen Zara? Yeah, she's in London. Like, I think I said that phrase so many times in first year. Nah, that's, that's funny because the first memory I have of you is you going, I hate this place, man. I'm trying to get out. And that, I think that was the only time I met you. And I feel like it was at some event in Jesus or something. Uh, nah, I think the first time I met you was at that Mosenberg thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember going, You're from Mint, you're no, from yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And John's, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was so crazy. But I don't know if you guys noticed this as well. When we was in first year, the dynamics of Cambridge has changed so much. When we was in first year, I remember when I would, like, walk past the road and I see, like, a black or brown person, I would literally, like... Yeah. I'm catching your eyes. You're yeah. walking like it was. It was rare. Yeah. When I when I felt like I remember with you, I was like, bro, it's another brother from college. <laughs> like <laughs> that is mad. Um, and and then last year there was like a a lot more diversity. This year's even more. If this year's like what is it? The makeup. Yeah. 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 If this year's makeup existed in first year, I do think experiences will be slightly different. Mm. I'm seeing a lot more people walk around in trackies with like, do you know what I mean? The the whole get up is like, <laughs> I'm thinking, where was you when I needed you <laughs> in first year? <laughs> yeah. I think that says a lot about the the growth of London culture as well, though. Do you know what I mean? As yeah. well as like the increased diversity of uni, I think that culture or that kind of style has become a lot more mainstream. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So. But I yeah, appreciate yeah. that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but you'll do. It is comforting to the eye though when you see something that's like familiar. Um, yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. But it's know, nice that I think right now is just when I tell my kids, "Oh, I went to Cambridge." It's not going to be. I went to Cambridge, but I was in London. Yeah. Like yeah. it's going to be. I went to Cambridge and I was here. Like. Mum, what's that? I don't know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What Let me check my What is that? Botanical garden. We touched on it briefly, but what would you say were, like, looking back now, were insecurities that you've had through, yeah, through your time at, at, in school or uni, or just generally? I don't want to sound like a prick. I don't... I would say I'm quite a confident person. <laughs> um, insecurities, I... I don't know, maybe I experience insecurities different. Like, I guess everyone, everyone sort of absorbs it and, and uh, projects it differently. For me, if, if I feel a type of way, like, I wouldn't say it was insecurity that, for example, when I was in uni, I was, I was uh, the outsider. Um, it wasn't insecurity, but it was definitely there. It was like the elephant in the room sort of thing. Um, maybe with those sort of feelings, I react a bit more, like, feisty or angrily, but I, I don't... I don't, I don't about insecurities in general, I'm not. Uh, I'm not even trying to sound like a prick or nothing. Like, <laughs> would you say that's generally how you deal with things, like, in a in an aggressive <laughs> way? <laughs> um, I would say okay. I think I'm kind of passionate. Um, I think that's my approach to things. If the situation requires angry passion. It will receive angry passion, but if it requires, you know, positive passion, it will receive positive passion. Um, I don't think I'm a moderate person. I think that that's that's 
definitely one way to put it. Like I'm quite extreme. Like mm. whatever <laughs> I do or feel or blah blah blah, it will be to the max. Um which isn't good and it kind of like makes you rub shoulders, like whatever, like but it is where it is sort of thing. What about you guys? Like what would you say with your insecurities coming to uni? One of the one that comes to mind. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say it's the biggest one, but it's just something that comes to mind, is not being as um, skillful with the words I use. Um, I feel like when I came to uni, there were some people that I was so impressed at how um, eloquent they were with words. Like, huh? now yeah. not 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 in terms of like how big the words were, but in terms of how they were just able to like neatly and like concisely just describe certain events or recall certain memories or like let's describe a supervision or describe just describe things very like quickly efficiently clearly like using the using very few words and that's that's something that i've i i don't think when i came into uni i didn't think i was that great at still don't think i'm particularly good at it um and it's something that i want to work on basically yeah that's uh, something i think about and I realise it when I come across people that can do it, is being able to like really, really be yourself in every room. Like, and I notice it so much because it's so clear to me um, when people are just able to be themselves. And it's very liberating to see. So I think that's something I always will try and work towards more because I think there's always an element of me that's like, am I just performing? Like, do you know what I mean? I think we've both of what you lots are saying, like, as your insecurities, maybe there were insecurities that you've, not insecure, I don't even like the word, but maybe there was something that you were sort of aware of from a long time, because what you were saying about being able to describe things succinctly, I think you got that solid, and with you, like, your energy is very clear whenever you come into a room, so I don't know what you lots are talking about. That's sorted, <laughs> then. That's, it. That's gone. <laughs> so sorted so out. Oh. Said, you lot, you're not going to nothing to worry about. <laughs> I guess with me, it's like, I... I know I got flu I got a lot. You want me to listen? <laughs> <laughs> we can begin from top to toe. Um, but in terms of like what, like what input or like how I perceive this flu, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's an insecurity, but I definitely am aware of my flu. Bro, I don't talk properly neither. Even if I'm an English student, you know how many times people have been like to me. But two things: one, how many people have been like to me? Don't you do English? <laughs> don't hear me talking. It's like, but you you don't got the word for that. Don't you do English? And it's like, I barely do English. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. And number two, there's this one meme on Insta. It's like, oh, we all know someone who's like book smart but life dumb or something. <laughs> About everyone on my contacts, it says me that at a different point. <laughs> I don't. You can just tell from the blur. You know, before you download it, you're like, yeah, it's probably yeah. that. <laughs> it's probably that. I'm so familiar. <laughs> Um, but I think, I think like, yeah, that's definitely one big thing for me. I, I ain't even book smart no more. So book smart, what's the last book I read? Um, my brand, I did, my brand is evolving. <laughs> I'm transitioning. <laughs> um, I did start getting into books again recently. I started getting into more like independent writing. Um, but what does independent writing mean? I like As to write. Unpublished. Oh, yeah. your own writing? Yeah, not oh, poems. <laughs> I saw you going. <laughs> you got a poem in the back. <laughs> um, no, I like, without academic pressure, reading and writing. Okay. Um, and I feel like, you know what I was saying about the whole social media thing? Like, 
if I'm not if I'm not like absorbing myself into that crap, I kind of want to divert my energies into something more useful. I don't necessarily like the word productive too much because I feel like pro- you don't have to be productive, but I think it's a it's a like I don't know. It helps you blossom a little bit, mm. like reading other people's work, adopting their styles, and writing about it. Who's someone or something that you've come across that you're like, yeah? The recent book I'm reading is Americana, which I, uh, it was a bit. It was a bit in the beginning. Um, the start was a bit like, you know. It, actually, I don't want to talk about. It. I don't get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit uh, cliche, basically. <laughs> so, you're gonna be trending. <laughs> I mean, my career's gonna stop before I even start, bro. <laughs> um, Sorry, 2021. Is it true that <laughs> that was a completely different time? I was in a different stage so of my life. <laughs> <laughs> what would we think of you Mama Gandhi? Set me up, bro. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no. And then, but then it turned out to be like a really cute love story. And oh, I was reading this book called um, Three Finger Jack, and it was it was a really like horrible book in terms of like the contents of it. But the little love story that they had in it was so sweet, and it's just oh, I spent ages just writing on that. Um, why was I talking about that? Oh, I was talking about being book smart. No, no longer being book smart. Anyway, <laughs> in life I am dumb. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot function. <laughs> like that's as simple as it gets, bro. I am very that stupid. <laughs> what kind of stuff have you been have you been writing, or you want to write? <laughs> well, poetry. Um, what kind of stuff have I been writing? I feel like an important thing for me is just to develop a writing style. <clears throat> just get so comfortable with it and let that be an organic way of me speaking that whenever I do write, everything becomes artistic, <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't like writing within confines of like essay structures and things like that because um, there's not so much room for a style to develop or flourish any of those things. Um, when it comes to writing, I just like reading stuff and writing my own opinions on them um sort of as personalized and unfiltered as as i want it to be sort of thing would i write a blog no i was literally gonna say bro he needs to start a blog right now (laughs) see see what if a blog is i said personalized and unfiltered unfiltered yeah yeah. Yeah. this world of political correctness i don't i don't need to adopt or was it a pseudonym (laughs) (laughs) just try like Soften the edges a little bit. Like. Mm. What would you say is your biggest fear right now? <laughs> you guys go first. <laughs> regret. I fear regret. But like, I know it's inevitable. I don't know. It's like regret is a weird one, man, because it's like. Part of me thinks you can kind of choose to let it in and let it out. Like you kind of have a degree of control over whether or not you feel regret. But then, but then, yeah, I think similar to, I don't know, I don't know if Sadduddin said this on the podcast, but like we're all at a juncture in our lives where it kind of feels like we can go down different tracks. And even though those tracks are not never ending, our life is ending, like, you know, our life is not never ending as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of have to battle with that tension of um, 
not underestimating or undervaluing every day or every month or every year that you give to things. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, regret. Mm. Growing out of the willingness to be fearless, probably like the just being on taking risks. I don't ever want to. I think I'm getting to a point where, like, oh, would I still be? Able, would I still be on doing that? Or would I give myself so many excuses where I no longer take risks anymore? Um, or just do things because I just want to. I, I want to do it, and I think it'll be cool. That that's something I'm. I'm. I think afraid of losing. Mm. I think this hyper awareness really helps. Like being able to be like, I want to make sure I don't lose that. So I'm gonna work to make sure I don't lose that sort mm. of thing. I thought you were saying fear is in like <coughs> getting killed in your sphere. That's what I was like, I don't know where you're going with this, you go first. Um, in that sense, I think I was mentioning to you before, I'm really going through like a existential, trying to, corny as it sounds, like I'm trying to figure out like who I want to be because I feel like I've got, I've got like a lot of experiences of different lives and different worlds and things like that. And I want to make sure I'm taking the best from them and not not letting taking the best only sort of thing like i i want to make sure that the person i'm shaping out to be is someone that i am proud of um so if it was a fear of like in this oh. <laughs> um in this time of like sort of rebuilding myself i want to make sure that my foundations are good like everything yeah, everything's good. Like, I'm not letting no badness sort of, like, slip into that. Obviously, it's inevitable, but as solid as I can be, you know. It's what it is. What would you say you're most looking forward to? Or something you're looking forward to? Oh. I feel like anything to, like, if it comes to any, like... Bro, if I start there... <laughs> When it comes to looking forward to stuff, I think it would have to, like, I would not consider, like, a career or uh, uni or any of those things, like, in the equation. I'm not, I'm looking forward to, like, actually living a life that's worth telling a story about, sort of. I want to, I think it's really important, like, I want to make an impact. Um, doesn't have to be great in numbers, but it has to be great in value. That makes sense. I'm getting really cheesy. I'm sorry. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not actually moist in real life. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think I know what impact I want to have in the future, and I know what I want to achieve. Why are you laughing? Bro? Um, and yeah, I think like getting the the wheels in motion for that, like. I'm ready to bounce from this place once my five-year degree <laughs> is dragging at this point. But once I bounce, I want to, like, just get a degree in my pocket and a passport in the other and just do what I need to <laughs> like, with life in it. That's the life. You've got a whole life to live, bro. Yeah. I remember when we were speaking, last time I bumped into you, and you were saying that there's something happened between like yourself when you first came in and you being like, I just want to get out of this place to like, yeah, I want to take things. Like, I want to make the most of this opportunity. What was that transition like and how did it come about? Because I remember you saying there was just something in the summer that just kind of made you go, nah, I need to change the way I approach this place or life. Yeah, I think, 
I think when the pandemic hit and everything just went to a standstill, as horrible. That's what I mean. I'm saying the wrong thing, bro. COVID isn't a good thing, and it's horrible, and I hate it, and I want it to go, and I hate all of its consequences and whatnot. But don't you think it's mad that the whole world actually just paused and people just had time to think? And in that moment, it was like, I could have just continued with my experience in life, like going floating for uni, just hating everything. Pause and then having that time to think and having those experiences where I'm meeting other people and I'm just sort of like exposed myself to, to different things. And it's like, actually, bruv, God has given me such a big opportunity and I'm going to be questioned about this eventually. I'm going to be like, he's going to be like, out of like so many different people, you was there, what did you, what did you make out of it? And you kind of realise, like, the sort of scale of it. I've been deep in this quite a lot. Like, this life actually is nothing. Um, and the substance of life is so intangible and not physical and all of those things. Like, the only sort of value that you have in it... I'm not even talking about uni, but I'm talking about what you do with this stage of your life. Um, the, the only substance that you have in your life is, like, by the things that you do and the mark that you leave and all of that stuff. Bruv, going to Big Big Cambridge, that is an opportunity at your doorstep. Like, you, you, you can meet so many different people. You can, like, you can do so many different things. You can absorb and, and what's that thing other than absorb? What's the opposite? Reduce. <laughs> uh, well, you don't, you don't do English, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Teach? Yeah, the, project. Project. Teach. Release. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you get what I mean? Like, everything in life is a learning experience. <coughs> Take a mark and leave a mark. And yeah, um, I think I realised that. That's kind of when I got off my high horse. I was like, it's okay if these people aren't what you're familiar with. Or like, if, if they use words like, <laughs> <laughs> blimey or whatever. It's, it's calm. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've just been enjoying everything since then. Like, every little thing. I feel like the past couple years have been really uh, tumultuous. Like there's always some big highlight going on every other day, every other week or something. And I feel like a lot of things have been like really shaken up. So as I am right now, there's like a couple qualities, I guess, that you could define my character with. Um, and I wonder which one of those will retain for my future self. How would my outlook be different? I I think it's really interesting. Like. I'm currently in like a floating period of my life right now where I'm just sort of like floating literally and I hope I hope that I'm a lot more settled by that point because um, truly being 31 and still floating I, I just <laughs> it doesn't sound ideal um, but yeah I don't know I really want to know like who I end up becoming how I end up becoming what am I doing with my life am I still going to be here in 10 years time like it's interesting what are those qualities you said that you're? See, this is what I mean. Like, how does it, <laughs> like, how do you do this without like? Um, I don't know. We'll we'll all do it and then I'll go last <laughs> because I I'm not trying to do none of that self flattery. Free. No, no, no. I mean qualities that you're trying to at least like cultivate. So it doesn't. Oh, qualities mean. that you're trying to cultivate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you saying would you define yourself like, as? Yeah, funny. I got that. So, <laughs> yeah, I got that. I got. I mean, that. I don't, I don't know how to agree. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I'm alright. <laughs> I'm everything I want to be. Like, um, 
one is everything uh, it's not a quality but it's like a lot of my energy better be dedicated to my family like um a lot more so than it has been recently i think like recently i've just been sort of doing things on my own and whatnot like in my own little world but yeah definitely for my family another thing is i gotta be a lot more i do gotta be a lot more solid like be a bit more serious in life <laughs> right now i'm the most unserious person i ever met <laughs> um but yeah i think even though i'm serious i better maintain like energy and and my outlook and my goals and all of those things like try navigate having all of these like thoughts and aspirations into one more solid being that makes sense mm-hmm. i love the way you say better i better be this what about for yourselves hard one isn't it (laughs) i usually think about the idea of being in alignment so being able to what what it is that you think is what you say is what you do and i think so long as that is the case then I'm not, I don't, I, whatever the outcome is that, the output, it, I, that doesn't concern me. Like, that's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, I like what you said earlier about foundations and just like having your foundation solid. And for me, it's, yeah, I, 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 want, I want to have that as well. Just kind of foundational knowledge or foundational routines. Um, like we all know what the most important things in our lives are, like in terms of the broad categories of things. So just having a foundation in all of those categories, basically. Yeah. Cool. I think the last question I want to ask before we wrap it up is, how do you define success? Boy, I think you can define your success within the parameters of what, like, what your own individual goals are and I think success is a lot for me. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, who is sort of experiencing or sharing in that success? I think, like I've mentioned quite a bit about my family. Um, and my goals would tie in quite a lot to them. So it's like being successful is knowing exactly what you want to achieve from this world and letting certain, for me, like personally, um i want to make sure that my family are absorbing in that basically um i know i can be truly successful when when i myself am solid and and my family's happy and i know i'm doing right by my lord and do you know i want to go around to on that question because i don't actually know how to define success because goals can be so individual and so like niche and random um yeah, I think it, on a very personal level, finding what it is that you want to do right by and doing right by them, or that sort of thing. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I might have stumbled. I'm tired at this point. <laughs> 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 <laughs>